0: Welcome to another episode of Face to Face Time. My name is John Ryan and today's guest is Fahim Anwar. Fahim is a stand-up that's been in the game for a long time. You've seen him on Rogan, you've seen him on Conan, you've seen him on Late Night with Seth Meyers. And you're going to see him here today. Kind of. He is what I think is someone that is so fucking smart that they can succeed at whatever they want to do. He, I first saw him I think in like 2013 or 2014, And I fucking i i did this. I went like this with my arm. I pointed for the fence for his career. I was i pointed. I Babe Ruthed it, and I pointed and I said, his career is going over there. Home run, career home home run, and he's fucking been doing it. And I and I'm and I predicted it. So I need credit, and that's why I'm doing this. He's. Very intelligent person equipping an aerospace engineer to be do comedy. This is fucking crazy. I mean, think about uh, Elon Musk in quitting comedy, qu- quitting aerospace, en- and whatever, whatever the fuck he does. He does something like that. He's some sort of engineer, right? God damn it. I'm really stupid. Uh, he quit that. What if he quit that and just started doing comedy? Wow, that would be really fun, actually. Elon Musk doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to give Fahim a call and hope you guys enjoy. Oh, uh, go to whatever you're listening to this on, Google, Google, whatever the fuck you're listening to this on, Apple Podcasts and all the rest of them, Uh, rate and review, please. If you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy me and my guests, please rate and review. I hear it helps out a lot. I don't even know exactly how. I just assume that it maybe raises to the top when people are searching for shit I don't know. So if you want to do that, literally just go review This Is Good, five stars, and then go away and eat a burger. Uh, same thing with YouTube channel, subscribe. It's just, I don't really know what YouTube does, but I but YouTube is, to me, the, the best experience of this podcast. You're watching something, I got an iPad on a mannequin, and I have a custom t-shirt for every guest. It's very visual. Anyway, guys. Thanks again. I'm going to give Fahim a call now. All right. So this is, this is how I'd like to start the show. What I want to do is see if you can get your face <laughs> close. To, yeah. It's so funny close? seeing you have a mic also. Um, a, a mic on a mic? Yeah, mic on a mic. <laughs> One, two, three.
1: It's like when you get this close, it's like fisheye lens.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But it's just for it's just to show you what you look like. I see. Because sometimes I put stuff on t-shirts and I'm not quite sure if they're gonna be okay with it. Ah. You know? So I just sent you a photo of what uh, you look like what I look to like. me.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. It's Fahim, like a science experiment gone wrong.
0: For listeners and that aren't watching, Fahim, I put I put his body in a, a t shirt that says Synth King. Because Fuck Fahim yeah, has some of the best recommendations of uh, electronic music, and and then you dance really well to it on Instagram, and it's super surprising to me that you're like not in some sort of like
1: club scene ever. Yeah, man, it's it's weird. Like, why do I dance that well for nobody except the internet, I guess? But after I do it privately and then upload it, so I dance like no one's watching, and then I upload it for everyone to watch.
0: But I feel like before the internet, you still did it, like, with the, without, you know, without uploading something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would always, like, I just have a very personal relationship with dance. I just dance by myself and my, <laughs> it's always just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, a very like, I'll personal be dan- relationship with dance. I have dance. a personal, yeah, it's almost that way with, like, I think that c- people can be that way with religion, too, where, like, they don't need to go to church all the time, but they have a personal relationship with God or whatever. Like, dance is your religion. Place. Dance is my religion, you know? So, <laughs> I would dance all the time in my room, you know, when I was a kid. (laughs) I would like, I would see what my shadow's doing. (laughs) Instead (laughs) instead of shadow boxing, instead of shadow boxing, I would shadow dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or if there was a mirror, like, then I'd do some mirror dancing. Yeah, when you feel it, you just let it rip. I actually, it's hard for me to dance in public. Because I'm just not that personality, even though I can, and it's perplexing for people. Because they think if you can dance mm. that you'd be dancing all the time. But I'm not like an exhibitionist that way. You're a closet dancer. Uh, I'm a closet dancer. Mm. Except I'll post it.
0: So that's what the weird thing is. It's like Yeah, but that's like the new closet anything is like you just post your secrets. Like it's not you know what I mean? But I'll do
1: this. I, like sometimes I'll really feel a song and then I'll dance and then I'll look at it and I'll be like, I like this. You know, I think this is worthy. I go, this is cool. Like I'll think it's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah! I I want to upload it. There have been dances where I look at it and I'm like, I don't like this. Today wasn't my day. And then you just trash it. Yeah, yeah, I trash it. I'm <laughs> like Prince. I have I have a vault of just like <laughs> That's d- what I was say. D- dances no in <laughs> has this... seen. No, I, I I delete them. I'm just like, eh, I didn't like that one.
0: Oh, just completely delete. You don't even want to go back and study. Like Tyson, yeah, I don't you don't like it back...
1: at all. I just don't even like it at all. I'm like, eh, I wasn't really feeling it, or oh, yeah, I don't like that dance. It's weird. It's just like some sometimes I feel like. I'm just touched by the groove that day. (laughs) Some days, some days I don't have it. Some some days I don't have it.
0: I I feel that way with I I did upload one video because you had this thing going on on Instagram a long fucking time ago. I think it's before I even knew you, but it was you were trying to get people to like challenge you on Instagram. Uh huh. What was the? It was a hashtag that you made. What was it? Do you remember?
1: Maybe, maybe it was like, maybe some bullshit challenge, like Fahim dance challenge, or I don't know, maybe I was bored and I was just like, okay. do yours.
0: Well, so I, I, I'm not as good at dancing as you, but I'm, I can dance. And, yeah. but I was the one that was always at like bars that had a dance floor and stuff like that, dancing around. Cause I, I grew up in, you know, nightclubs, not grew up, but like I, in my early twenties, I was working at so many nightclubs that it just became what I did. did, yeah, yeah, and I just liked dancing. I was like, "Fuck it," I'm, you know. So I would dance a lot, and so I just started practicing at home, similar to how you're talking about doing it. Yeah, but then I, ha- but then I had a show to play, you know, which was uh. the bar on Friday or whatever the fuck. And then I would go, and and I got pretty good at like Michael Jackson dancing, particularly.
1: Yeah. That that's that's where it all starts, man. That's how I learned. I started with MJ. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like that's that's the building blocks of every great dancer just, mj is your foundation uh-huh. and then you branch off into whatever it is but yeah. what? because it had he has everything like i think he feels the music you know what i mean whenever mm-hmm. i see people dance i can tell if they're just doing choreographed calculated steps yeah or if they really feel the music yeah i mean it's the same thing with
0: michael jackson impersonators there's i've never mm. seen i maybe like one to be honest but i mean i'm a huge michael jackson fan right yeah, I mean it's not an uncommon thing. I think maybe now
1: it's a little less common to say, at least. I just think the music and he's just, he's just so embedded in the the DNA of the world. Like, uh, all, even that Dark Cloud, it's like you can't re- you can remove R. Kelly, you can't remove Michael Jackson. And that's true.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah. I I would watch uh, uh, impersonators because I wanted to. Like after he died, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I really want to see. So I looked up a lot of impersonators. No one has anything even close to what Michael can could have done. Yeah, it's just like it's just comes from that feeling of like, and you can tell he invented it. You know,
1: totally. Like it's, he doesn't know what he's doing until he does it. Like that's my favorite type of dance. Oh uh, shit! Just reaction. I mean, he, yeah, he has moves and like, but you can tell that it's like jazz. It's different every time and like. Mm. He, he like it's almost like he's a vessel for the music yeah but i i would dance when i was a kid like at, at a, it's the weird the way i would do it i would do it like at assemblies i would dance like michael jackson or if there were these like performances oh I that's could, right i, I dance.
0: saw you you posted a video of you on stage i like think dancing. that was like
1: the school play that was like me in the musical or whatever and i was dancing for that
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so
1: I, I would i would do that and then like school dances i would a little bit but it still took a lot like if, if they were trying to make a circle hmm I would like doing it, but it was like jumping off a cliff. I didn't love going out in the circle, even though I'm very good, you know?
0: Well, the circle's tough because you don't know exactly how to end it. You got to, like, do it on, like, some move or something, some pose at the end, which is like...
1: Dude, I'm just realizing this right now about myself. Like, I'm having this dance epiphany. I like dancing on my terms, (laughs) <laughs> on my own terms okay. like in a con- like in a controlled environment. Uh-huh. so when I do when I do the talent show and I dance like Michael Jackson right, right, right. or if I'm dancing on Instagram, it's me looking at it and uploading it. It's very controlled way of dancing. whereas if it's a circle mm-hmm. there are all these variables where you have no control over the dance or you know what I mean? It's kind of like mm-hmm. one one shot.
0: you can't you can't uh, you can't enjoy yourself. If you're thinking about too many other things.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Like, uh, you have less control over the dance, I suppose. But okay, so if if it's like a dance party that breaks out or something, I've been known. Like, if it's just like a good time. I've been known to break out and dance. I've been known. <laughs> one time there was a birthday party at the Improv, and it was still like one of the best. There are Sometimes there are those like dance parties that just break out throughout your life. Yeah, yeah. No one knows why, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like you can tell the difference between a forced one and an organic one, and the organic ones are the best and they're so memorable.
0: Oh my god, there's there's a one Dan. I used to take a bunch of shitty jobs in LA just filming random shit, and I was filming the equivalent of I want to say like a, like an old person, like a era, but like when you're old for Asian okay. person, I don't even know okay. what that was called, but that's what it is. It's like a milestone age of an Asian person, huh. right? So I was filming this thing and they would, it was so uncomfortable and so organized th- to the point where no one could actually e- enjoy themselves and dance. So they would, they would go out and then go, okay, now we're going to do 10 minutes of dancing. And then just go like, on the dot, there's just, there's just someone <laughs> yeah. there with like a watch while yeah. everyone's
1: dancing. Yeah, and exactly. Some guy's about to bug it and he just stops him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then they would stop and be like, okay, now we're going to get to do, Ten minutes of this ritual of yoga or whatever the fuck it was, and it was like, yeah. what? What is this party? This isn't." It, it was the weirdest. I mean, I was just there with the fucking camera, like, "Okay, give me my hey, five hundred dollars." It's a gig. I know, those gigs are, man, I don't miss those they, at all. They,
1: they, they made you who you are, man.
0: <sighs> oh, I'm just getting getting scared thinking about those fucking gigs. <laughs> those are horrible. Do you ever get like scared thinking about like old gigs?
1: Uh, like, let's see no nah, I don't really think about them like but if I do I'd be like yeah that was a bad gig they don't haunt me or anything but when I look back at them I could be like oh yeah that was not fun and I think you do enough of those bad gigs where like you can see a bad gig from a mile away whereas before you're so young and you like you don't know whereas now once someone pitches a gig to me I'll know if it's terrible or not
0: well us actually another thing too is I'm just I'm curious, let me know if this is wrong or not, but when a comic sort of hits a certain status, you don't really go down in status, do you? Unless you're like, you do something incredibly terrible, but you don't necessarily go back to ever being like an open micer, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you would go back to being an open micer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how would that happen? I mean, that's kind of uh, yeah, cool. It, it, it would have to be some sort of like scandal or something, Uh Yeah it's very rare mm. yeah that doesn't seem
0: i mean that's kind of a good thing about a comics career then if you at least have some sort of name you're always going nowhere to go
1: but up yeah there, there is there is that thing i notice about stand-up comedy is like uh, you don't think about it but even just like the years you've put into the game are a form of currency you know like yeah take away talent take away all that stuff the amount of years you've been in the game and just everyone in the scene kind of knows how many years yeah. you've been in the game and there's like a level of res- respect and that's not nothing, you know? So you couple that with like talent, it's just, uh, I don't know, one hand washes the other. But you, that's something I realized is like, oh, even just being in the game for a while is has value.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if it's if, if it's a comic that seems seemingly plateaued, it's there's still something that they have that like is just you know you you walk by it and you you can tell like okay, that person at least has some sort of confidence. It's like if you have your black belt, but you're like a dorky kid, uh-huh. you know yeah. what I mean there's something that or you're like, y- y- okay, y-
1: you have to respect it. you're like, oh, they're making a living, you know, or they're doing this thing for this many years, like you can write off the person who's dabbling in comedy for like a year or two, and you don't yeah. see them anymore mm-hmm. but if you if some even if you don't care for their comedy. And they've been around for right. like ten years. Uh, like, you can okay. have that difference of opinion. Maybe you're, they're not for you, but yeah. you gotta tip your hat. Like, okay, like they're still a brother in arms. Yeah, or yeah. Or like yeah. a sister in arms.
0: That's true. That's true. There's yeah. I, I've I've heard I've heard a lot of comics explain it as as um like
1: brothers of war. Totally, dude. You dude, know? I had this epiphany like uh, early on, like when you first start doing stand-up, you're just threatened by everything. Because you're insecure and then like someone else gets something. And so you think that you're competing with every other comic in the world. Mm-hmm. You think like, even if say like a black guy gets something and you're like, oh, I wanted that. But like, you're not black and that role's not for, you know what I mean? It's for a black person. <laughs> <Yeah>. So even <laughs> even if it doesn't make sense, the things you're jealous over, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're just sort of like, you think there's like X amount of pie and it's all getting taken away. Mm-hmm. And then the longer you do it, you kind of realize like the comics aren't your enemy. It's kind of like, and not even, it's like the industry is mm-hmm. a little, you know what I mean? Like we're all, they're not an enemy. They're like sort of like a necessary evil, but it's sort of like, that's the common, that's what you should be worried about is the industry. Like yeah. your peers are, the longer you do it, are your like uh, your buddies and their soldiers. You're, you're all soldiers on this side of the line.
0: Yeah. 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 And so the-
1: like, I, I have nothing but love for comedians, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, same. It's there's always. I, I was talking to a friend the other day, trying to compare and wonder, like, why I never was interested in befriending many people from like the improv scene because I lived right next to UCB and I used to go UCB, there sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. like, it was, it was cool, but it it they kind of seemed, if we were to put it in high school terms, because really life is kind of just high school all over yeah, again it every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would say that the. The the improv kids are more like the the theater nerds, and mm-hmm. then the the uh, the stand up comics are more like the uh, the cool kids burnouts, like not the popular yeah. kids, yeah, not the popular kids, but the but the the cool kids, yeah, the ones that you will, you pass by them and you go, they know something that I think I want to know,
1: you know what I mean? I I just like the autonomy of stand up. Yeah. you know I there's there's no knock to improv like great improv is great to watch and all that but it does have that high school theater vibe where it's like we'll go hang out afterwards and it's like you you are reliant on people for a scene yeah, yeah whereas yeah. stand-up is like Wolverine on a motorcycle or something mm-hmm. you know like all mm-hmm. you need is you yeah and like I'll have friends and stuff and we'll go to a diner afterwards but yeah. like when it comes to our art It's just, it's just you, right? It's just you out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's kind of seems it's been coming through a lot in, especially your sketches. Cause like, it seems like lately you're not necessarily not, not because of COVID, but even before that you weren't necessarily like having people come film a sketch with you. You were just kind of doing your own. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Do you find that they're like much easier to, I mean, obviously they're much easier for you to just do. Yeah, but like, what's the what's the strength and weakness of like why why that versus like having someone come and like help you out and do it?
1: I guess currently, uh, COVID times is like by necessity, right? Sure. It's just, uh, and then even before COVID times, sometimes like it's just so easy when you do it dirty, like quick and dirty. Yeah, and if yeah, I'm yeah. playing both characters, and there's a charm to it where it's just purely idea driven. Because yeah. once I get a director on board and then and there's this critical mass where once you spend too much time in production value on an idea, you can actually see a decrease like a like a de- decrease of return on investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's all like for Instagram, people like the novelty of how janky it is. Yeah, they're like, oh, I could do this. There's fun in seeing something you enjoy and be like, oh, fuck, I have all the tools to do this myself. Well, yeah, there's, where, there's less
0: mystique. I think people really enjoy that.
1: Yeah, I think people like knowing that they could have created this if they just had the right idea. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great equalizer. When you watch Dunkirk, oh. you're like, of course I can't make that. Right, right, but right. if I'm doing an Instagram <laughs> video where, where I'm playing both characters, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have Instagram, they have an iPhone, they have uh-huh. iMovie. Like, so. Th- te- like, theoretically, they should be able to make it. Is that, do you and, think it's a good thing? Yeah, I think it's a good cuz it makes it very democratic. It it kind of renews people's vigor for creativity and comedy just knowing that like everyone has the tools now. There's no barrier of entry. Like a good idea is a good idea.
0: Cuz I think about it from a filmmaker's standpoint that that went to film school, that like spent, you know, did my 10 I don't know I don't know if I did 2000 <laughs> hours or what I did, but you know, I that you, you strive for that quality and that thoughtfulness Me and everything. Me too, man. You know? Me too.
1: Like <laughs> yeah. I love sketch, man. Like you love sketch too. I yeah. we've made some great stuff together, and like uh, you're very talented. And I like doing polished stuff, but uh, that era of like YouTube polished sketch is over. There was a time. Fuck, when you think it's over? See, where's the home for it? I guess Like so. if you're gonna if you're gonna do polished sketch, it it, it only exists on TV. Outside of that, it's like with TikTok and IG, like no one is watching super glossy polished sketch on the internet.
0: Wow, that's that's true. I guess there was like there's like in funnier 2000,
1: die. 2010 and like two thousand eight, like mm-hmm. two thousand eight to maybe two thousand fourteen. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like once Facebook video became a thing. Like they fucked it up. Facebook video fucked it up. So around 2008 to whenever Facebook video came, mm. it was the golden era of YouTube sketch. Yeah. And then now it's just quick and dirty.
0: Do you have, I just want to give you a little adjustment here. Do you, You? yeah, it seems like you're like bending over for the mic. Okay. So if you want to adjust it so that the whole video isn't you like this. Yeah. That's better. It's <laughs> that <looks> great. <laughs> no, just like lift good? the mic or whatever you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. All right, all right, okay. Yeah. I just don't want you to be hunchbacked throughout the whole episode and then be like, what the and fuck? Another, why another, are you? Another,
1: another thing that I've noticed, <laughs> I just have wor- like worse and worse posture throughout the pod.
0: I have I have friends that work for like uh, uh, Funny or Die and... Co- well, College Humor is, is done, right? Hey, did you hear about that? Uh, oh, they're done done? I mean, not done. I I heard that they fired a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I like, mean, there was a golden era, like College Humor, Funny or Die, all those like... that. They had a real run, and then now it's not a viable thing anymore. People don't consume video that way. That's that's is that I mean, that's sad. I mean, yeah, it, it is sad. It's yeah. sad for people who like like quality sketch, mm-hmm. but but things are more short form now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like now it's more podcasting on YouTube and vlogs, long form stuff. It is, oh, but yeah. I, but what I'm excited about
0: is because, you know, Rogan did the whole Spotify switch, right? Yeah. I feel like there's get, Spotify is going to be now a, a viable competitor for YouTube, not just with... Yeah, I,
1: th- I thought about that, yeah. Like for video now. like They, exactly. they may be a player for video.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm actually excited that I did this now so that, you know, I can start putting this on Spotify and just, like, put all the numbers there instead mm-hmm. of... You know, whatever. So I think it would be cool to even, I don't know if they're going to do this, but it, it would make sense for them to actually put the possibility of everyone putting their work on there, whether it's sketch or experimental videos or documentaries that they make or anything like that. Why not? Why? I mean, Vimeo yeah. doesn't give a fuck anymore. Vimeo gave up a long fucking time ago. You know, mm. Vimeo is basically where you just, it's like a Dropbox that has like a decent player is what it has.
1: Yeah, that's what it's become.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like staff pick used to mean something. I think it kind of still means something, but it's a little bit more like it. It doesn't matter anymore as far as like a player. Like no one's uh-huh. searching your film, searching for stuff. Yeah, on no one, Vimeo.
1: No one's going to Vimeo to like find anything. No, I mean people yeah, will go to Vimeo specifically with a link. Exactly. Not, they're not yeah. like, what's on Vimeo?
0: Right, 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 right. Which is, I mean. They fucked themselves because what they did, I don't know if you know about this, but Vimeo, a lot of music video directors were putting their work on there. Also, art directors, like anyone that was involved in a certain production, they would just put it on yeah. Vimeo and use it as their hub for... Uh, like It was
1: high-def YouTube before. And it sort of like you... has
0: a little bit more of an artistic merit, I guess. Mm. But what they did was they they took it away and they said, if you don't have the rights to this music, you can't. Post this so they deleted a lot of people's videos and that made so many people leave
1: Vimeo uh. So Vimeo just oh, maybe maybe they were getting pressure from the music company and they had no choice so yeah. And then YouTube figured out what that yeah co- Collaboration was and then it was too late. I guess so. I think I just want to be mad <laughs> Yeah, why not no one's stopping you,
0: you know, what's even worse none uh. of my videos got taken down Oh, <laughs> only the big people. I just want to
1: be mad well, yeah, yeah. The artists probably aren't big enough for it to get taken down, right? Yeah, that's I mean, how it works with my videos too. When I do the dance videos and stuff, mm-hmm. they're not big enough to get like flagged. Really? Don't you? Oh, okay. I thought you might have had some yeah, numbers on there. Yeah, they're they're pretty underground. It's not like I'm using Coldplay or some shit or Demi Lovato to dance to. Oh, okay. so, Yeah, these are usually the artists I use. They're like, yo, thanks. Like they're happy
0: yeah yeah actually the so the guy i'll shout him out his name is uh pink sock i don't know if you've ever heard of him or listened to him but um i hit him up because i just came across his music and i was like hey can i use your music for my podcast and he was
1: like yeah man go ahead it's great like (laughs) that's the they're stoked you know dude there's so much good music out there and by artists who don't get the recognition they deserve Mm -hmm. and if you just reach out to them and be like hey can i use this they're more than happy
0: But I've been looking really into that music and it's 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 amazing that these kids are just sort of making this stuff on GarageBand on their their MacBook in in their dorm and then like becoming famous overnight. That's like, I mean, I I guess
1: it's happening in every genre and every industry, you know, that's why people like that IG comedy or even TikTok where everyone has the tools now and you're just beholden by your ideas. Have you thought about doing TikTok? Are you on TikTok? I'm I'm on it, man. Yeah. Are you but killing it? at first, I'm okay. Like I actually have more followers than, and I've only been on there for a few months, and I have more on there than I do on Instagram. I have like 56k on Instagram and on TikTok I'm at like at 93k. What? <laughs> just just <laughs> the gro- the growth on TikTok, is, is still organic. Like Instagram put a lid on it. There was a time uh, yeah. when you can kind of, like, expand your reach on Insta. Like, right. people could find it on the Discover page if it was a good piece of content. Right. And then Instagram clipped your wings. They don't let you do that anymore. Like, oh. the ceiling on all my videos are way lower now. They, I looked but into... T- TikTok can still go viral. They, they did this... Uh,
0: I forget where I saw this, but they, they have, like a, pla- uh, like, a tier system for how they let things go viral and get discovered on TikTok. Uh, did you look into that?
1: Yeah. I saw a video about that. I'm still trying to figure it out because, like, I had a few go viral, and now none of them really go viral anymore. All
0: right, so there's a couple things that I know. One of them is if you record it in the app, that's, like, a big thing. Like it, Really? Yeah, yeah. That, like, that like really favors virality. Virality. Is that uh-huh. something? Virality. And then if you... Why uh, do
1: they give a shit? I don't understand. I
0: don't know. I don't know. I think they... I think that it... Fuck, I don't know, man. I would assume that it probably does it say if it was recorded in the app or not?
1: I mean, it puts the watermark on it regardless right. if you export it to a different platform. So I don't see why they care. But all right, so if you do it natively within the app, you and do then it natively else? and then you
0: do it, um, you don't put for your page. That's, but you're not, people say you're supposed to do that. But I saw another thing that's like, if you do that, and then they had a bunch of reasons that I agreed with that I totally forget right now. But. Uh-huh. It's something that was... Anyway, so there's those two things. And the way that it goes is that you post it, and then TikTok will send it to like a 100 people. And if a certain percentage of those people like it or watch the whole thing, then it gets sent to a 1,000 people. And then if a certain percentage of those people like it, it gets sent to a bigger and bigger uh, percent audience. So that's why... So every video they're doing that with, they're running it through this process. So no one is being uh, favored or not. I see. That's supposed to be like the what they built so that people are actually getting discovered or
1: whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because it's there's still a level of excitement with TikTok or just discovery, whereas Instagram, uh, they they're suppressing all the creators' content. It's it's kind of frustrating.
0: You know, what's really hard to not do is just follow like a bunch of hot
1: chicks on TikTok. That's oh, oh, just (laughs) that's on every medium though. You know what I mean? I know, but but the the trouble with TikTok TikTok is they're like 13. Well, you know, that's, like Chris Hansen's gonna like barge in on you.
0: Yeah, I I see that, and then I I you have to check their profile because before you get excited, you have to look at their thing and their dancing. You, you know what I
1: do on Instagram? I'm like uh, I look for the them holding a thing of alcohol. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're oh. <all> like <laughs> wine. Okay, we're safe. we're good. We're good.
0: Okay, <laughs> definitely twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't really I don't know. TikTok is is
1: is it, it feels is feels like a slant. It slants so young and like, look, I don't love being on there, but like you can only fight it for so long. And being an no. artist, you have to be on the bleeding edge of every new app right. or you're just like you're leaving money on the table or you're not growing like you want to. So it's like you got to be like a truffle pig. All right. This is the new thing. Here we go. We found it. Were you that way with any other thing
0: that sort of ended up paying off now? Like, I guess Instagram, Uh, but Instagram I was late
1: to the party on Instagram. Just like, I should have been using it this way before they started suppressing everything. But like in the last year, I was able to grow quite a bit just by throwing my stand up on there with captions. Yeah. So I was, I just chopped up my special and I was throwing clips up from the special and I would get like a hundred thousand views or like 200,000 views on some of these clips. Mm -hmm. And I was able to amass quite a bit of followers and reach people that way because like the Netflix wasn't there for me at the time, you know, yeah, and like yeah. these like traditional platforms for comedians. And once I was leaning into Instagram, I was seeing some growth. And now that they've like sort of changed the algorithm, that's not like a viable thing anymore. So I just kind of oh. wish that I had done that sooner.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, it seems
0: like people are for some reason going to to Instagram for stand-up now like a lot Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people that I that I know that don't go to stand-up shows will send me stand-up clips
1: well that's one other thing too is you're realizing uh, it's hard being older doing stand-up as well like where you have the way the business used to be hardwired into your mentality Mm mm-hmm and you, you have to like unlearn some of these things. Like mm-hmm. these were things that were important to me when I was like 18 or whatever. Yeah. But but time has changed. And so has the way the culture consumes media as well. Mm-hmm. Like an hour special is this beacon that every comic aspires to. Yeah. But there's a million out there now. There's a million out there. And then also, even if you get one. Why would anyone give a fuck if you're not famous yet? You know what I mean? So even if you get the thing that you want, yeah. That's a great win for you personally, but like macro level, that's uh Who's going to who's who's going to watch it? <laughs> you know? So, so it's a weird catch who, 22. It says catch 22 and and then you just have like one push and then that's it. Whereas if you were releasing content like every week, mm-hmm. death by a million cuts. Like if you were to do that mm-hmm. as opposed to like one big turd after like 3 years, yeah. I almost think it's better to be present in people's lives day to day rather than, like, here's an hour of, mater- of material right, 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 <laughs> that, right. that you'll never watch world. Right. How does that work
0: for for your – I guess that would like, somewhat change. Like, are you going to just – Like, does that mean that comics are going to be just, like, searching for just, like, a tight five rather than, like, piecing together
1: an hour? Or – you know what I mean? I th- I think it's, like, do the thing when it's easy. Like, this is the – I don't know, I've done an hour, you know what I mean? Like I did my hour special for CISO and then CISO went under and then it was on Amazon and then Comedy Central got it and then they uploaded it on their YouTube. And I'm starting to see some DMs from people now that it's on their YouTube. So it's it's weird that I filmed it three years ago, like two or three mm-hmm. years ago, and only now am I getting some recognition from it. <laughs> so that's the other thing too is like yeah. sometimes it's good to create the art and you don't know when when you're going to see the results of it, but it's better to create art than not create the art. Yeah. But like where I'm at right now is like, I want to do another hour. I have another hour special in me, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to fight tooth and nail to get it made. And it's at a whatever place that no one will watch it. Yeah. So I, I I would rather just like release stuff week to week, still be creative on this level. And then when the one hour, in the right circumstances there for me mm-hmm. then i'll do it there's just like i don't i don't want to fight tooth and nail to create a thing at a place no one will see i already right. did that right, you right, know right, what i mean right right
0: right is do you think that there's a future in people just like putting out their own specials uh,
1: like i uh, think we're seeing that a little bit now we're seeing mark norman just put out his special back. mark norman uh, it, has,
0: it just, it's who, it, it sam is,
1: Morrell did it you know andrew schultz has been andrew a big schultz, guy yeah? just like putting mm-hmm. his own stuff out there yeah just so like that's pulling kind of new way, paradigm. way
0: more numbers than if you were to put out a netflix special i mean i don't i don't actually know that because netflix doesn't put out their numbers but i would assume
1: yeah yeah i think netflix is kind of the last place that is worth it to like team up with a, a corporation you know what i mean you think so like where else where else really moves the needle
0: yeah, I mean I guess uh well, no, good point. I mean HBO has done, you know, a couple like, you know, I think HBO, I think industry-wise,
1: HBO, I think industry-wise like HBO specials still move the needle a little bit, but yeah. like in terms of garnering fans across the nation, mm-hmm. I don't think HBO does that anymore. It feels like HBO um, really
0: digs like like artistic uh yes. stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, like l- weird left of center. Yeah. Mm-hmm
0: the Drew Michael special i think was on there mhm uh, but but yeah uh uh i i mean i think it's i think it's really awesome that that's happening and what's kind of cool is there is that like sort of we'll say paywall that people have that you have to be able to pay for your own special to put out your own special so if you're not someone yeah. that has i mean how much does a special cost just just a random number 10 grand to create, like, some special it, shot it, it at, de- like...
1: It, it de- yeah, it depends at, like, like how glossy you want to make it. But at the end of the day, it, I just can't believe for years comics have been bamboozled into thinking it costs, like, $200,000 when it's just, like... And maybe it does if you want to do some super high-gloss one. But, like, at the end of the day, stand-up comedy is a one person in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. The work has already been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like... It's not a lot of bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. So it's very – do. if there's anything to film on your own that's very doable, it's stand-up. So why mm-hmm. are you giving away the farm to have some corporation take like 80% of this shit you've been working on for five years or however long? Exactly. Like, yeah. like you're giving away 90% of your IP to give a corporation film <laughs> yeah. you talk talk into a microphone? Mm-hmm especially with the technology that exists nowadays you can't hire a sound guy you can't hire three camera guys right, and right. own 100% of your ip true but but so so then the question is like what happens
0: after that so let's say you you do your own, you you know you come out with a special it comes out and then it's like a big success but what's the big success you're getting ad revenue on youtube or you know what's the big success after that then now people know your name like
1: what is it well, let's take CoVID out of the equation. Yeah, like yeah, let's yeah. say it, it helps with your touring, all right? So oh, people kind of okay. know who you are. Okay. You've, you've like upped your brand. You're seen as a comedic brand. People know who you are. Mm-hmm. You'll make money from uh, spins, just the audio on like Pandora, mm. XM, uh, Oh no shit. Like oh, okay. Spotify. So you'll get revenue that way and then ad revenue through youtube and then touring and then also industry wise people will may want you to audition for something or write for something Mm -hmm. so you'll get just more opportunities yeah okay so more more opportunities royalties and uh streaming i guess
0: yeah i mean so well i mean that sounds like Definitely enough to do it your own yourself, especially like the owning 100% of the IP is like. Yes,
1: that's the other thing too. It's like nowadays there's not a lot of corporations that can um, that can like make you splash anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. even Netflix, if you get one with Netflix, they have to really be pushing you because sometimes Netflix will acquire some things and they don't really push it. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Because I see sometimes a special that came out
0: that and I'm like, how did it? Like, they didn't even show this to me. Like, the sa- I see the same 50 things on Netflix at the top every time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how yeah. the f-? I was just thinking about the other day. Like, there's got to be, like, old movies on here. And, like, you don't even think of Netflix being an old movie app. But you, th- but it is. It has old shit on there. Like, you know, all about Eve. Well, like, I,
1: I heard at first they had, um, like, a lot of, there was no digital arm for these studios. So, Netflix had a lot of cool titles on there. And then once they got rolling, they took them off. So then oh. Netflix had to make a bunch of original content. Mm-hmm. So like you know, with HBO Max coming out and all these other platforms, they're taking all the movies off. So all the movies you're seeing on Netflix are are now like Netflix originals. Oh yeah, yeah. Or more, there's more Netflix originals.
0: Did did anything work um, uh, for you when? Because uh, you did a whiskey tango foxtrot. Yeah. How is that i mean i I heard the story you had told me about the I don't know if you told me or or if I heard it somewhere that's like such a weird thing being friends with somebody who's like i like watch your interviews and stuff and mm-hmm. like on podcasts and now I'm not sure if you told me or I heard you say it on a podcast <laughs> but where uh, you <laughs> you you took uh you took your mom to the party, which is very sweet oh, yeah um you got you gotta take the mom you gotta take the mom, especially like the first few things right? Of course,
1: but then you go. Then what? No, I just take her to everything, man. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. that's, that's how my mom. That's how my mom thinks. She's like, "When's the next one?" Come oh on. God. I'm like, I'm I'm trying to book, mom. We'll see. I can't. Oh, what the fuck, mom? I can't take a date. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so you, so so uh, have you been, uh, like Zoom auditioning or what? The fuck is even happening right now?
1: Yeah, that's really slowed down. Traditional Hollywood has slowed down, although. Randomly, I got this audition, this like um, commercial audition for AT and T, and that was like a Zoom audition. Okay. So normally, I don't go on commercial auditions just because I never really booked those, and I didn't want to drive all the way to Santa Monica anymore. Mm-hmm. But they emailed emailed me, and they were like, "Oh, they they want to see you. Like they they specifically want to see you." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll do it because they specifically want to see me, and it's Zoom. So all I got to do <laughs> is just like, yeah." <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Just hop in front of a camera and that's it. So I did that, but that's the only thing I've done in that regard. <laughs> Just one audition this whole this whole time? Just one AT&T zoom audition. Hmm. How'd it go? I was on I was put on a veils and then I didn't get it. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but at least I didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah, no, that's that's special. Yeah, yo, if I'm not gonna book anything. I would much rather zoom audition and not get it, you know yeah. what I mean? That's actually why I like yeah. doing this because
0: no one not many people are saying no because all you have to do is like talk about yourself and what you like sure. for like an hour and you don't have From to their go home. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh it's 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 great. But um yeah, so with uh what about Zoom stand up? People are doing Zoom stand up right now.
1: Yeah, I know. I saw here, hold on. I saw, like, at the beginning of this pandemic, people were doing Zoom shows, and I was like, fuck that, blah, 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 and that's not stand-up, and I just didn't think this would last as long as it's been lasting, and then part of me, I just kept on seeing it, I was curious, I was just like, what does that feel like, I just wanted to try it out of curiosity, of course, of course, yeah, yes, so, and it was, I did a show, it was like, you do a seven to ten minute set, and I did it just because I had some ideas. I've had some ideas bubbling for a while, and I no outlet for them. You mm-hmm. know, if if they're not a sketch idea, I don't really have an outlet for them because right, up's right. not a thing. Yeah. And it was it was it was fun to do. It went really well. People Venmoed me money because they would put what? your Venmo name up too. Yeah, I made like fifty bucks just for, for like the <laughs> tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just people would be like, "Yo, man, that was a great set." Or but like, people you know, are like laughs. people are charging covers though. No, it's free. It's a free show. Okay, okay. All right. This one was free. So whatever, it was fun to do, but I mean, I, I have no desire to do them on the regular. I I know what it is now.
0: Was it at least a dose?
1: A uh, like a dose yeah, it's of the of a experience. curiosity thing. I just I just love stand up so much better that this this isn't a replacement. No, not
0: a replacement, but a dose. Like a, you know, you know, you're a heroin addict, you go and get some uh, you know,
1: uh, I guess for what's me, the other though, thing they give you methadone methadone yeah yeah is totally. this a methadone like methadone for calm well the thing is is I'm able to be creative in other ways so I can mm. scratch that itch I can get my hit in a different way oh I see I see I can do the IG sketches I can do some tweets I can you know mm. s- whereas some other people like stand up is all they know so these zoom shows are the closest thing like or they're, they don't do sketch they don't do any, you know what I mean I was thinking about whether or not
0: I mean, I, w- just in in my mind, because I don't know much about it on its financial side, but if the comedy store was like, we're in danger, we might go under, mm-hmm. I, I mean, they won't because every yeah, comic yeah. would be like, well, we have to give oh, you sure. all of our money because yeah. that place is not going away.
1: Yeah, luckily they're doing fine. I just saw Adam Egett you know, the manager of the comedy store on Rogan's podcast. And he, like he said that they're going to be fine. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. But even if they were guys like Rogan and, and other people would probably step up just because it's like, drop it's almost a historic a, landmark. Drop them you know? a million. Yeah. Uh, what was it like doing Rogan, man?
0: I mean, I hear so many like wild, I mean, not the wild stories, but just like, it, it's an insane territory to be on is from what yeah. I, that's all uh what are you able to say about going there like i hear it's like this there's like a guy and he's like a (laughs) he's like a guard or some shit
1: well it's a very like nondescript building you know it's like any commercial industrial complex yeah yeah yeah. so but uh, i mean i'm lucky the way that it developed because i knew i knew joe from the comedy store and we would chat and stuff yeah so so there was already a rapport. Were you guys close or were you just kind of like hallway hellos? Hallway hellos and conversations, you know? Okay. Yeah, I mean, we definitely say what's up every time and we would chat occasionally. So it wasn't like going in cold. And and there's just the common thread of stand-up. Like at the end of the day, we're just two stand-ups. Like, Yeah. I guess every stand-up is, is fortunate that... Joe is a stand up comedian, you know what I mean? Because he's so worldly and he has all these different disciplines on his show. Yeah. And we just get the Trojan horse on one of the biggest platforms in the world because we tell jokes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. We happen to do this thing that he loves as well. Yeah. So we get to be in the same breath as, like, you know, I don't know, Neil deGrasse Tyson or Elon Musk and such. Did you just shower you in Alpha Brain after that? Oh, yeah, I did have Alpha Brain. It was in the middle of it. He's like, here, have some of this. And I felt that it. it was, like, doing some shit. <laughs>
0: Dude, it's good, man. I have it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that, and I have the, uh, I have the, oh, what's the other fucking thing? The mellow one. I have the mellow one for anxiety. Uh, I don't take that every day, but I take the Alpha Brain one every day, just,
1: just like, with my vitamins. It's great. Oh, It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. So, it was, yeah, it was a cool experience, and, like, uh, it's like the Tonight Show for a comic. I've done exactly three late nights. I've done three late night sets. Mm-hmm. And they pale in comparison to doing one Rogan. It's just times have changed, and he's he's the guy, you know. So you There's think just about no platform like that anymore.
0: Like doing a night late late night set, like what that would have felt like in like the mid '90s or something like that, when it like was like ceiling
1: numbers. Oh yeah, or like, like in the '70s or the '80s, if you did a late night set, like oh yeah, you you do one. You're you're like you oh have, you have a, a career. You're a home you name have a career. Yeah, you're a home name. What the People fuck is that? People are looking at you the next day like, way to go. Yeah, exactly. Did it
0: feel like that doing Rogan or did it d- – does it feel like that at all doing like Seth
1: Meyers or Conan? You know, I think the feelings are the same of all the late night. Like even though the results are a fraction of what they were when you did The Tonight Show in the 80s or something. Mm. It still is a live performance in front of TV and it's, it's very like shot out of a cannon. So yeah. emotionally it feels the same, but the stakes are way lower. You how know are the, what I mean? how are
0: the stakes the same? If the, how are
1: the emotional is the same? If it was, the stakes are way lower. Cause it's TV and it's like, there's a live audience and it's like new to you the first time. Mm. And you have it built. Like you remember as a kid watching it. So just, on its surface, it still feels that important.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I
1: see. When in the re- the reality of the world, it's not. Right. Okay. Whereas Rogan is just a conversation with a buddy that I talked to at the comedy store, and cameras happen to be rolling, and that's way of a bigger deal than you know what I mean. So when you're there, you 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 almost just can't even you can't think about the fact that millions of people are watching. It doesn't it, even feel it, that way. Exactly. Though. It yeah. doesn't even it's not even built that way. Like a late night set. It's funny. Like mm-hmm. the way late night shows are built nowadays, it appears like the whole world is watching mm-hmm. when they're not. <laughs> Whereas Rogan's <laughs> is set up like two guys chopping it up uh-huh. and the world is watching. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like flip flopped. Huh. I mean, that's
0: th- it, it just feels like maybe entertainment is fixing itself a little right now, like just based off technology. Right. Yeah. It's
1: almost like how there's market corrections in the stock market, housing, like the housing bubble, that bursts, And then oh, yeah, things yeah, just yeah. get too fat. So I think that's happening with entertainment too. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you, you saw the internetification of late night. Mm hmm. Remember a time when, uh, it wasn't like now, Everyone is on late night to try to make segments that go viral on YouTube the next day.
0: Yeah. Uh, every like, every uh,
1: comedy program is trying to make digestible internet content for the next day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I I actually end up watching some of it. I I. It's it's weird though because you can you can you can smell that like from the thumbnail.
1: Well, the thing is, like, uh, let's see. Every comedy is is just a YouTube clip factory now. Unless it's a drama. Like dramas, people will watch an hour long or like a half hour. But oh, any variety show is just a clip factory now. If they're smart. Yeah. I and mean, that's just money. No, one, no, one's, no one's watching it day of. Okay, so
0: everyone's attention span is just shit now. Not shit, but it's, it's lessened.
1: I think people want to watch shit on their own time. And they want to watch how much of it they want on their own time. Yeah. They they don't want to be told when to watch it and how much of it to watch. People love being able to do this. I mean, has that actually got worse with,
0: like, heckling? Because people are actually, like, more in charge of their entertainment now. Now that when they go to a live show, are they, like... Mm, I I'm in charge of my entertainment, so I gotta say something. Or is it the same as it always been? I
1: th- I think it's the same. That's just like a human tendency. I don't mm-hmm. think technology has uh, increased that. I think oh, heckling has good. been a part of stand up for forever. Just people have too much to drink; they feel like they're a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> I it don't ever... think they're shouting, thinking they're tweeting. <laughs>
0: you know, who gets more? Uh, who gets more heckling? Uh, Fahim or Lance? uh i guess we, i guess uh lance well, there is no such it. thing as heckling lance because yeah, like, that's, that's part of
1: his whole thing is town hall is just, yeah he welcomes it and it's not heckling it's just sort of like questions it's fun heckling mm. it's, Heck, it's heckling has negative uh heckling is detrimental to the show right like they're not trying to help it but a, an adept comedian will turn a heckle into a great thing mm-hmm. but that's because they're good at comedy whereas um right, right, like right, a heckler right. a heckler's intent isn't to like raise the level of the show. Yeah. <laughs> there's malicious intent.
0: Yeah, always. And I don't it's 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 really
1: strange to me that they think that it's What the fuck well, do they depends. think it there, is? There's there's actually you I can tell. I've been doing stand up and most comics should be able to make this distinction of what type of heckle this is. If it's just like a drunk OC mom having a good time or something, you can have fun with it. You can spin it. You have to like kid gloves oh. your response because uh-huh. she still means well. She's just oblivious. Right, right, right. Okay. So it's it, there's no malintent there, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have some like, uh, I don't know, some guy who's like actually has mean shit to say or like, you suck or blah, blah, or that wasn't funny or fuck you. Yeah. That's pretty obvious. That's like a heel situation in WWE. The whole crowd hates him.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. So then you can lean in. So
1: there's no such thing as going in too hard on that guy. Right. Okay. but there is such a thing as going too hard on OC mom. Mm.
0: And you get a Then you get a drink thrown at you and a review on Yelp the next day. Well,
1: no, because like if you go a little too hard on OC mom, even though she's technically heckling, you've lost the crowd. Oh, because because uh, it's like it's almost like in sports. They never see the first hit. They see the second one. What does that mean? Like retaliation. Say I hit you in the head in basketball. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And you push me. The refs see that push. They don't see me hit you in the head. And then you get thrown out of the game.
0: Oh, Uh, oh, but that's yeah. You know when that's happened the most to me because I don't really do sports that much. But when that what that happens to me a lot in is relationships.
1: Mm. I'll.
0: There'll be something, and then I'll say the thing that's just the retaliation, and then I'm the the worst
1: guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that too. Yeah. That's what that is for me. Yeah. So with yeah. So the response has to match, uh, like the show of force has to match what the initial thing was. Well, that's.
0: I mean, it's good to know that. I guess.
1: If you ever get heckled, this is good to know. You know.
0: I know can't can't make fun of the the guy who just wants to say some shit. but the OC mom matched their energy I, I feel it okay yeah, yeah yeah um are you okay this is like what I've been really curious about for everybody how the okay everyone's super horny right now because everyone's mm-hmm. inside no one's fucking yeah no one's fucking right. strangers at least I interviewed mm-hmm. a um uh, a dating coach that that does uh she only coaches couples and men. And she, is she told me what she was telling all of them. She said that the one night stand might be obsolete.
1: Ooh, because of Corona. Hmm. Interesting.
0: It might actually be something that is much more of the past, and I think it also might be something that is now. it's gonna it, now the conversation about STD is gonna be simple. It's gonna be right there when you're talking about COVID. By the way, do you also have herpes? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the so, way, I, I do have some of that. So,
1: maybe. So, you, so COVID is the, the lead question, and then you get to slip some other ones under the, under the door. Exactly. you Trojan horse mm-hmm. in. Isn't it funny you ask about the, like, well, I don't know. Is it the least serious, or is it the most serious? You get, do you have COVID? <laughs> yeah. And, by the way, do you have AIDS? And, uh... Yeah.
0: It, honestly, I mean, I think people are in worse shape with, with COVID than they are with AIDS right now.
1: Or it's different because <laughs> it affects people differently, you know. Like it could affect somebody terribly, and another person just gets a cough, and then it's over in a day.
0: Are you? Uh, are you even able to date? Is I mean, is that even a question I should ask? Is that are you able to date right now, or are you dating someone?
1: Not really. I mean, you'll DM and stuff, or like you know, text. But hot yeah, dating's not really, huh? Hot. But then what's what's yeah? You can't. So, yeah, you're not like doing it very hard or anything because what's the end game? (laughs) You're not doing it hard. You can't. I mean. Or it's almost just for sport. You know what I mean? I mean, what I want to do is like
0: get really um, organized with it and just be like, okay, if we meet, let's, you know, match on an app or something or or find interest in one another in on whatever platform. And then let's go to a park, you know, social distance, hang out for what if we dig each other. Let's wait 14 days and after 14 days if we're still still good, let's just like start hooking up. Yeah. Like let's like, be
1: <laughs> This thing has made everyone so Victorian, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, let us go to a park and we'll keep 6 feet apart and we'll hang out for 14 days and happens, yeah. Yeah. then we'll start with a peck and yeah. then we'll wait another 14 days uh-huh. then I'll take my gloves off. Uh what do you what do you miss most about stand up right now, man? I miss just the constant flow of getting an idea at, at breakfast or something and, and being able to do it that night and just that immediate feedback and this exchange of ideas and then also the social interaction with my peers because yeah. I don't really do a ton of stuff. Like throughout the day, I'll do some work emails, but when I do stand-up, that's kind of my social interaction. That's my mm-hmm. outing. That's yeah. that's work and play to me Yeah, and yeah. that's not there, so... I think creatively and and just sort of socially, it's, it's like a gap.
0: You know what I think might happen is, uh, I, I know of, uh, Robin Williams did this and Dave Chappelle did this, where they would just go to a park and just start doing stand-up. And like, they would invite mm-hmm. people and stuff, and like people somehow knew about it. I forget how. But they would just, like you know as simple as doing like Shakespeare in the park, they would go do stand-up in the park. And huh. a crowd would gather. And the reason why I'm saying this is because the transmission of COVID is insanely higher indoors than it is outdoors. And I feel like if anyone wanted to have a substantial crowd, they would do a show outdoors, you know?
1: You know what's tough too is with uh, the solution to this post-COVID world when it comes to comedy is not the best for actual good stand-up comedy shows. Like take mm-hmm. COVID away. mm mm-hmm. Outdoor is known to be the worst circumstance for stand-up oh, comedy. really? Like far apart is terrible for comedy. Outdoors is terrible for comedy. But uh, these are so- the only solutions for this COVID time, right? Because they're talking about opening oh, up comedy clubs, but at like twenty-five percent capacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Because whenever
1: they would, whenever they would seat a showroom, they would always try to pack them. Right. Right. Because right. laughter is contagious. Uh, The more people that are laughing around you the better time it is whenever there was gaps in the crowd It's just a worse comedy show But that's uh, what's necessary uh. nowadays But I think people might be understanding that like oh We're all in the same boat, and this is better than nothing and we're just happy to be out So even though there's less people in the crowd. Maybe they're still more apt to laugh Do you
0: feel rusty like do you feel like if you were able to go up right now to a full crowd in the main room you would?
1: Well, it's a couple fold. It's like I okay Stand up is like going to the gym. It's a muscle you got to flex constantly. That's why, you know, I was going up three times a night. And when you're really on it, you feel great. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, you could do these micro changes and you could be super nuanced with your material and your set. Mm-hmm. I've taken so much time off now where, I mean, I've been doing it long enough, I'll be fine at the end of the day yeah, in the yeah. long run. But, like, that first time back or the first couple of days, it's gonna be rusty, and then also, what do I talk about? What do I want to talk like I'm gonna to have to talk about COVID and shit. It's like the yeah, elephant yeah. in the room, and uh, yeah, so it's sort of like the bits I was doing before this. Do I do I even care about them? Are right. they even relevant in this world right now? Uh. So it's it's sure I'll be a little rusty performance wise, but then also, what? what sets me on fire to quote Gary V <laughs> you know yeah. what, mm-hmm. what bits, what material will I want to do? Cause my old stuff, I'm not really chomping at the bit to do my old stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's been two months, I just, I just feel like out of touch with it. Cause so much has happened. Oh, your old stuff, it's...
0: meaning just the stuff you were doing before COVID.
1: Yeah. It feels like less relevant right now. Yeah. It feels like there's bigger problems and bigger issues in the world. And maybe a, Maybe I have like more present thoughts. I mean,
0: I f- I, it feels like a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of parallel thinking out there when it comes to s-
1: the standups coming back to <laughs> the stage talking about yeah. COVID, right? I mean, how many well, it, how many jokes I'm can to to you think, like? Imagine doing a a show two days after it opens up. Let's say mm-hmm. after this COVID thing. And you'd be like, oh man, I was on the freeway the other day, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what? What is that? <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not being a human of this world. Yeah. So of even though whatever jokes you had were great, you have to figure out do they have a place in this post-COVID world, or are they a relic of the past? Do you have yeah? Much? Whatever. Maybe it's overthinking. Like it'll it'll even out over time. But I think the uncertainty is what it is right now. I
0: think it's like once I mean, comics are are. I think very smart people. And I think that the second that they get on the stage, they, they're they going to know what to do. I don't, I, I'm not like, I, I'm excited to go to a standup show, by the way, I've been going to, uh, the seller out here and it's uh-huh. like, man, it's, it's so, I, I don't know if it's different just cause I don't know anybody, yeah. but like, I've been trying to get to know some people in the standup world out here. And it's, it's just very, I feel like it's starting all over again. It's fucking crazy. Like, at least going yeah, to the, sure. the, the, the store, I would, like, know a couple people, and that was it. I felt like, okay, cool. That's it. You know, I, I kind of knew, like, where they hung out, you know, and it, it was it was so much, it, it felt like, you know, I could I could go somewhere and, like, see familiar people, and that was it. And then, so, in my head, for some reason, I, I didn't even think about the fact that I don't know anybody at the cellar, but I would go to the cellar mm-hmm. and be like, I'll just get a drink here, and then, I'm, like, hanging out, and I'm like, all right, I don't... I don't know anybody, but I, uh, yeah. You uh, were waiting for a life preserver that never came. Yeah. I don't know
1: anybody here. Get the crab cakes. I don't know. Um, but it's, I'm sure it's, over time you'll meet comics and such and, but yeah, it definitely is building those relationships over again.
0: Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. I mean, I think that was like were lore. I don't know if you even want to talk about New York versus LA for you.
1: Mm hmm. I'll do whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't done a ton in New York. I've done some. No, I mean, like moving. Oh, well, now this COVID thing threw a wrench into that. I don't I don't know now. Oh, now there's no reason to. Well, I don't know about no reason, but it's just pushed the timeline back. And then what does what do shows look like when it returns? Mm. Is New York too much of a hotbed for the disease? I was talking to you in like a utopia, right?
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: so, so I don't, I don't know. It's, it's on the back burner right now. I'm trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, well, let's take COVID out of it though. Like the, the, the internal debate for you about to moving here and just being new and being, mm-hmm. I guess like, yeah, just like new on the scene, not new in the industry, but new on the scene.
1: Like, I think uh, just New York and LA are two very big, comedy scenes and I've spent all my time in LA and I think also you can be somewhere. It's like little brother syndrome. You can be somewhere for so long, but people will perceive you as like you as the little brother, you know, like, uh, cause art artists aren't, um, they're not static. They're dynamic. What's the little brother syndrome. Little brother syndrome is like, no matter how good or how great you get as something, you'll just always be seen as the little brother.
0: Oh, by the bigger... Uh, by the bigger... Yeah, like yeah. the
1: big cousin or the big brother can never perceive you as anything but the little brother. Oh, I no see. No matter how, how old you get. Yeah. Or even when you work at a company, like they're not going to compensate you for your skill set or see you for what you are as yeah. an employee until you jump to another company. Oh, okay. And then oh. only when you get that job offer, offer from the other company will your present employer be like, we'll match it. But yeah, only yeah, yeah, yeah. When they only when they're pushed to the brink will they see you for what you are? Um. I just think I spent so much time in LA where, you know, comics are fans of mine and stuff and kind of see me for what I am. Cause like mm-hmm. we're in the trenches and yeah. ev- everyone kind of knows where they are, mm-hmm. but there's this disconnect between like the industry and what's going on in the clubs. Whereas if, if I go to New York or say an artist vice versa, who's not getting a lot of love and say, New York comes to LA, you get to be seen for what you're doing and, at that moment in time, you get to be seen with fresh eyes. Right, right. Because even if someone be like, oh, yeah, I saw uh, him, I know him, I saw him six years ago. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll have a perception of what you are based on a show they saw you at four years ago or something. When a lot has changed in that time.
0: Well, I think also a lot of people don't realize is that those weekday shows at the store, or a lot of clubs actually, are... uh are people working stuff out, right?
1: Yeah, there's just a lot of there's just baggage associated with people who have seen you for several years at a certain place. When you go to a place that's completely fresh eyes, mm-hmm. you kind of get to be seen for for you. Yeah. There's there's no baggage. It's like you can't make first impressions twice. That's the thing. So even if you're mm-hmm. a talented performer and someone already has a preconceived notion about you, mm-hmm. it's going to be doubly hard to break that whereas I, if you go to say new york and people have no idea or mm-hmm. just have no familiarity with you really they'll they'll see you for what's going on on stage right then and there right 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 and just things will happen a lot faster cuz it's uh it's fresh and it's new to them it's there there is there is a similar
0: feeling though being at the store versus being at the seller right if, if feel, there's a feeling that feels like Something that it feels a little magical, I feel like,
1: right? Those places? Well I yeah. yeah, I mean I know the store intimately because I've been there a long time. The cellar I've only been to as a spectator like once or twice. So mm. I don't know it as well as I know the store. But I just know, being in the stand up game, that those are kind of the two tent poles yeah, of the coasts. Sure. It's like the cellar and the comedy store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: There's uh going back to what you were saying about uh uh being new or something
1: was uh, I, yeah, there's just something about someone um not knowing your trajectory,
0: oh that's yeah, very,
1: very powerful, that's a good way to put it, yeah
0: yes. that I always think about that too with there's been times when I meet a friend. This is a completely different type of example, but it's an example nonetheless, where you meet a friend and you're just like, you feel different. You feel like you can act a different way around this person and they start yeah. reacting to you in that person of you positively. And now you're mm-hmm. like, well, I got to now I'm that person. And then so to them, you're that you're this like, you know, some, to some people, I'm a quiet guy.
1: To some yeah, people, yeah, I'm a yeah, yeah. too loud it's like going to a new high school or something like you've moved. Mm -hmm. So there's just way more opportunity when no one knows your story or knows you at all. Mm -hmm. You can just, you can just be seen for the artist you are at that moment in time. I mean,
0: it'd be cool. (laughs) It'd be cool to be able to go to the store and like run into someone I know or the, the seller rather. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm feeling for comics right now because not only as a, as a, I you know I enjoy comedy so much it's it's like you know my dad showed me comedy at a very young age and just kind of get me got me really into just how to how to watch comedy I guess mm-hmm. um how to not be not not to take everything too seriously he's my dad's a very funny guy I don't know why I'm talking about like he's dead he's not dead <laughs> he's <laughs> Um, but he, he made sure that I like was into comedy. He took me, oh, that's what, that's the main thing too. We used to go to Vegas a lot and he took me to a Uh lot of comedy shows in Vegas. Like this was before, this was when like, before they started making sure that everyone was ID'd and Uh I was very young, but he, he was just able to go like, Hey, here's a 20. Can my kid just come in? Like, it's fine. I'm his parent. Like, you know, I'm here for him. I, it's fine. I'll put my hands over his ears when you guys say fuck or whatever. Yeah. But it got me in love with the process of it, you know, like seeing there waiting for a comic to come up. It's just a man in a microphone and they do good or they do okay or they don't do good or whatever. But either way, it's insane to see something in front of you that's just like exactly a mirror image, basically a human yeah. talking to another human. It's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, I love the minimalism of it. Yeah. How. Um, like the millions or billions of things you can do with it being so stripped down. It's such a blank canvas. You seem like it's, it just seems like nothing to that magnitude of, of that makes you laugh can be done with just a a guy or a girl in a mic, Mm -hmm. but you're proven wrong time and time again. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's exciting. I, I, I like the barrier entry of so is so low. Sometimes I you're think you're just like, bound by your imagination. I'm like, how how are how are there still new jokes coming out? But you could say that about music. I used to think that as a kid, I'd be like, how are there new songs? Haven't all the notes been done?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, the, all the progressions, everything. Like it. Yeah, I mean, mathematically.
1: No, nah, but for there's music, a infinite. There's an infinite variety, and infinite possibilities for and sequences persona. and yeah, yeah, and the same is true of comedy, like just think about the way people people's personalities are so different and then yeah. the way they view the world and then their writing and there's so many factors.
0: Uh, well, I'm excited to get back to comedy whenever the fuck it happens. I'm I it's like my it's like the best thing to do to just it was, you know, everyone loves it. You know, you know it's the weirdest thing is like when you come across somebody who's like I just don't like comedy. That's weird. I, do people say that? Yes. People, there's even. I mean, this is the one that may. This is the version of that that maybe you've heard, which is, you know, all my friends are like funnier than comics. So like, why would I go to a comedy show?
1: You never heard that? No, I haven't heard that. I you fucking some heard some like douchey people. You're running into.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I've. Now, what's what sucks is like these. You know, some of these people are funny people, but. I'm like, you don't understand. It's like a performance. It's like completely different than what you're thinking is like just being funny with you. Of course, you're funny to your friends. You're doing nothing but inside yes. jokes. That's what those are. Yes. It's a performance. And there's
1: also courtesy laughs when you like love someone or you're a friend with someone. Yeah. You'll, it's almost like a bringer show where you're like, yeah. like you're, you're kind of like giving them the benefit of the doubt and, and goodwilling them into this mm-hmm. conversation. You're not going to be an asshole and just be like
0: yeah 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 of course
1: yeah just stone face them what is it definitely conversationally funny is very different than performance funny yeah
0: is it is it hard to like actually date somebody like do you do you date somebody have you ever dated someone and then they they like a certain comics
1: comedy and you're like (laughs) oh yeah man (laughs) for sure (laughs) dude i was on a date once and then and then like she's like oh you know who i love and like and then she told me who who she loved or whatever. And I was like And then I did the best acting in my life. I was like, oh yeah, oh they're yeah, they're great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you don't but wanna you can't say who it is. Yeah, I don't wanna yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. yeah. Uh yeah, that's that's
0: such a it's a hard thing to come across like I mean it's already complicated enough trying to find someone that you get along with. And then you gotta find someone I, that, that you wouldn't get...
1: that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a deal breaker. Oh you for don't me, think so? But that the Yeah, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. I'm sure there's shit that I like that people don't like and there's guilty pleasures and stuff. And also she's not like in the industry or something, you know, so I don't it's not like I expect a ton more from her. She's just a civilian. I yeah, but can't
0: can't they like good stuff too? I mean that's like where I'm at with everything. It's like if someone has bad taste and stuff, I'm like, why am I surrounding myself with you? It's gonna rub off on me. I don't wanna put out
1: I don't want my creative diet to be filled with your garbage. Yeah, but you're, you're not like jamming together. You're not, you're not, you're not like jam. you're not in a band or whatever. Yeah, I guess. I Yeah. Like if she's your drummer, sure, I could see how this could drive a wedge. Wait, so but... this, so this girl that you went
0: on a date with and she said she liked blank comic and you were yes. like, oh, I mean, did that, how did that go? Like did none of that? Oh, I just into... judoed
1: it very well. I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, they're
0: great, yeah. No, uh, I mean, like, uh, like, did you end up seeing her longer? Or was that just the end of that? Uh,
1: no, I think I, maybe I saw her, like, one time after or whatever. It was just, like, one, you know, yeah. just, like, a date or two or something like that. But that'll happen in comedy all the time. Or whenever you have conversations with people who find out you do stand-up, they're like, oh, you, you know who I like? I like that so-and-so. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to relate. They got nothing else. Or Or maybe they really do like that person, but... You just kind of learned that, uh, I don't know, some people like you love stand up. I love stand up. You love music. I love music. And people who love those things really delve deep and they kind of know the difference between performers and and the nuances. But majority of Americans are, are too busy to have taste.
0: Whoa, that's a good line. Yeah. Majority of
1: Americans are too busy to have taste. They have kids. They have their, you know, they're going to dance recital and all this stuff. And then if Ryan Seacrest tells them it's good, okay, because yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna browse Discover Weekly on Spotify or Release Radar or be on Hype Machine yeah. or like get on these music blogs. They have kids and shit. They just hear they just hear yeah. a Taylor Swift song and they're like, yeah.
0: Okay, so I I uh, I love getting these lines from people. This is one of my uh, one of my favorite things about just doing this actually is yeah. a lot of people have thought so much about their, what they do in yeah. all cre- different crevices of what they do that, that these lines will come out. It, it's, it's amazing to be able to hear It's like, It's like therapeutic to hear these lines, like simplifying such a complex
1: confusion. Yeah, that's like a, that's a quote that I've had on me for a while and I've said it a few times, but it's an epiphany I've had for just art in general. And like when it comes to comedy um, because you would be frustrated. You'd be like, "Oh, why do they like? Why is this person so popular when maybe their art isn't as great?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then I just realized I go, "The machine is behind it, and they're kind of forcing it down America's throats, and the average American is too busy to have taste." It, yeah, it's great. That's a great line. And you came up with that. You didn't read it somewhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's fucking great, man.
1: That's a Fahim original, bro.
0: <laughs> do you have any comics that you always? Like to people that don't listen to comedy or, or watch comedy, do you always find your, do you have any comics that you always find yourself defending or like, you know, telling someone that they're great and they're like, they don't
1: understand it or something like that? Uh, sometimes, like, like one time this girl at the comedy store, like she said she didn't like Bill Burr, you know? And then that was almost like sacrilegious to me. I guess he's one of the best. It's
0: it's sacrilegious, but she's also a girl that that I could I could <sighs> see why a girl would would think I, that. Yeah, you, you know, know what, what it mean? is,
1: because I, I I think she just couldn't get past like the voice and maybe the. <laughs> I think she had these preconceived notions about. Um, him, just maybe through his delivery and his voice, where I'm like, listen to the ideas. Yeah. And and then he was actually performing, and then I, I I took her to the main room, and I'm like, watch. All right, let's watch. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then she had a totally different opinion once, like, she let it into her heart, or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah. I liked that I was able to open her eyes a little bit to this misconception, or whatever, was not allowing her to enjoy it, you know? So with a relationship
0: with somebody who doesn't really have a broads you know good taste in things you're yeah. you're really into or, or or open to the idea of just being able to teach it them depends
1: stuff. how bad like if, if she has like one or two outliers okay if she like like this comic that i'm kind of whatever about mm-hmm. but then she also liked this great comic okay okay she just likes comedy she likes all sorts of comedy but if she across the board likes terrible stuff yeah that's that's like indicative of a person like it depends. If she's a sweetheart and just has terrible taste and that's a different thing. But a lot of times when someone likes enough terrible things <laughs> Yeah. They're probably like person, a terrible person their personality person. I don't know about a terrible person, know, but they're like fundamentally different. Yeah. We're gonna have a lot of differences. Yeah, yeah. But but it's not like they need to like everything I like. You know? Um yeah, I gotta work on that then. Then, then you're just dating yourself. <laughs> you're making it. You're, make, you're making. You're making
0: it make too much sense for me to stick with my. You're
1: like. You're like. I have to call a bunch of exes after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. kinda. Um, you go. What are you doing the next fourteen days? Let's try to make this work. Uh,
0: all right, man. Well, thanks for talking to me for a while, Synth King. Yeah, man. Um, thanks for having me. All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right, Synth King out. Bye. Peace. Thank you for watching this episode of Face to Time or listening to it with my guest today, Fahim Anwar. I have an Instagram, maybe you heard of it, at Face to Time, And also I have a YouTube channel, if you are only listening to this, I have a YouTube channel and there's the visual component is very attractive, I promise you. Um, not just me, but the uh, mannequin and the shirt and the iPad that I use for his face and the headphones that I put on the mannequin uh, iPad head. And the microphone that I have, that it isn't really plugged in. It's just a $400 prop that I use to make it look like it's an actual legit podcast. So that it looks like I'm hanging out with somebody. So I don't get sad and depressed and kill myself. Just kidding. I wouldn't kill myself. But, uh, but, I, I know. Okay. So now it sounds like, now it sounds like I've thought about that, and I haven't thought about that. I just need everyone to know that. My name is John Ryan. I love you guys. Bye.